It's time for another edition of the Sports Chumps on 88.1 FM, W-E-L-H. Ortiz fights it off center field. Damon running to the plate, and he can keep on running to New York. Look, if you had one shot, one opportunity... Seize everything you ever wanted One moment Did you capture it? Just let it slip Yo, yo Sports Chumps on 88.1 FM, W-E-L-H, Providence. Season 2, Episode 2. My name is Mikey Nails. My broadcast partner is none other than Dean the Dream. We are going to talk MLB, Sox, Yanks. Going to talk some NBA free agency frenzy going on. Little NFL, little NHL. Trump of the Week and some local flavor. Dean the Dream, losing your voice. You did some yelling at basketball. I'd like to know what was going on. Well, I appreciate you bringing it to my attention because when you said it, I, I, I had forgotten that that's where it happened. You said, what happened to the voice? I said, I'm a little raspy today, and then I'm, I'm not feeling great today, but it's not, it's not a sickness thing. And I remembered I did get a little fired up at hoops and uh, actually came out of the gates really soft yesterday. I just was not feeling it. Um, went out the night before, and you know, just you know how that kind of goes when you, when you push the envelope and you show up at hoops and... It just didn't go well early, but I got got a little bit of of, of uh, a little rhythm in one of the games and contributed to a game winner. And um, you know, told somebody to sit down after I was told to sit down a couple of times. But then subsequently, the next two games you were pushing your weight. The next two games, I was told to sit down again. I got I got put down. It, bottom line is, when the smoke cleared from nine to quarter of eleven on Sunday morning, I I came out on the short end of the stick. But I had I had a moment. Let's just say that I had a good moment. Were you at Reno? No, we're still at the rec center, but uh, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, Joey, the guy who runs the hoop, said that... Uh, Joey Schkamotz? He said, you got to drive by and just check it out. He said, it's, it's like actually beautiful out on the outside, and not even on the inside. Right? They're doing the whole thing over. It's going to be really nice. So the big over. rumor um, Sunday with the hoops is one of the players didn't like the feel yeah. of the round ball. Yeah. You know, as a baseball guy, <laughs> primarily myself, Nails, that would be the equivalent of me being on the mound and complaining about, like, say, when you followed through, that the other pitcher made, like, an indentation and you, it wasn't a comfortable mound. Or, or complaining about the balls being scuffed up or scr- whatever it is. But one of, one of our friends slash uh, listeners... So he nailed so, it in? He nailed it in. So he said, well, first of all, he said, I'm not playing well today. I said, okay, but neither am I and neither is this one. You're not the only one out here that's not shining. He's like, he goes, and then he... Threw, out of nowhere, he just throws in. He goes, and this ball, the ball. I said, why? Because it doesn't say Spalding on it. I don't get it. The ball. Next thing you know, the the dog has came off. The kicks were off. The, the Nikes came off, and it was all she wrote. And he sat there and watched the last four games and just was a spectator. How many minutes did he play? He played the first two games, which both went to nine. And I got to admit, I picked him. Solid. So I picked the squad, and he was my second pick. And I who thought, was your first? 
the kid Chris that shows up. He always shows up half half. Uh, Anyways, um, Chris shows up under the influence a little bit, and he's another one. He's soft too. One of the best players, but then he played two games and he. You say Christian? No, Chris. Oh, you, Chris. you said Christian though. Last week you said I said sales, and I went back to the video. I went back to the <laughs> and I, I said sales supposed to come back. So I said so I said an S word after sales, so it sounded like I was saying sales. I said sales supposed to come S-A-L-E. back. S A L E. That's hardcore. Not S A I L. Well, this isn't Christopher Cross. What are we doing over here? All right, early innings here, season two, episode two, the sports jumps, dream and nails. Aunt Mick mailed it in after two games. The Nikes came off. He said he didn't like the feel of the basketball. I don't know what to make of that. I'm just going to tell Mick's you. Aunt Mick's going to try and stump the dream this week. That's going to be toward the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. Well, that's a hardcore play right there. I like that, huh? What's it, seven pots? Yeah, it's like multiple choices. It's like you're going to the SATs. Oh, that's gaff. Well, we don't, All right. We don't want to talk about how that turned out for me in 89. All right, Chumps, episode two. We got it. Episode two, oh, we're, we're moving on. All right, so season two, episode two, number two. I'm going to kick it off with some famous number twos. Um, this is, A lot of this is off the top of my head. I did have to Google one player. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. Do you want me to go? Then you yeah, want me like to go all I always like when you go, and if I have right. something, I also So, obviously, it. you said to me the best favorite, the most dialed-in number two of all time is Jita. So, I'm going to get it out of the way, Jita. Okay. And, Nails, just to kick in, I'm just going to tell you, I could be wrong, but if you can tell me that there's somebody better than him as a number two in the I history never, of sports, I didn't disagree it's impossible. You. All right. Okay. I got KG. He was number two at some point. Oh, okay. Yep. This is the this is the whole thing, and I like to bring it out so that our listenership on the stand. He wore 21, 98.8% of his yep. career. I think he wore two when he went to go play for um when he went to go play for New New Jersey before okay. they were Brooklyn and that whole trade. Well, they were Brooklyn already. So he went with Pierce. He was primarily number 21. Right. Kawhi. Leonard. Ooh, I all right. Okay. Yeah, no, that's I didn't have that. Kyrie one. Irving. He wore number two. He did wear two with with Cleveland. You're right, and then okay. he wore eleven with the Celtics. Moses Malone. Oh, that's aggressive. Now Moses wore twenty four a couple of times, but he wore two on that eighty two eighty three team with Philly. Okay, All right, nice job. There's a couple I had at Google. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so I got Jason Kidd. No, these listen. These Rick are coming. Barry. Up. Yeah, Barry. All right, he was right. twenty four. The to two my I knowledge. had at Google was Gary Payton. Yeah. He wore two at somebody, and I, I couldn't figure out who, but I, I Googled it, and I forgot already. So I remember him as I remember him with the, the Seattle Supersonics. He wore 20 yeah, all the time. He was a number two somewhere. Yeah, but he also played a little bit with the Celtics, and he played with the Heat, so he had to wear two somewhere. Jimmy Fox. Really? Yeah. So that's nice work. Yeah. That's nice work. And then but, there's one more. Go ahead. One more. Okay? Don't mm-hmm. look at my... Don't, no, I can't see from there. You can't I, see. All right. Go ahead. All right? I, got, I actually got two more. John Wall, the biggest complainer right now going on. Yeah, you got $47 million yeah. bought out. He's going to play yeah, he, in, he, with he the does, Clippers. He doesn't want to be the, his. Oh, we'll right. get said, into that. I know. He said, I don't want yeah, to be. We'll yes, I don't have to be the guy anymore. When were you the guy? Ro- Never. Roberto Alomar. All right, Nail's hitting it out of the park with number twos. I didn't have any. I'll be honest with you. I don't have any of these. I got yeah, Jude. I had Jeter, of course, because he's number he's tops along the line. You, you, you've nailed it, though. Um, obviously, when we talk about Derek Jeter, the greatest of all time, 20-year career, 310 lifetime batting average, five World Series championships, 14-time All-Star, 1996 Rookie of the Year, and and for his career, 3,465 hits. Derek Jeter is obviously at the top of the line here. Um, I'm going to chuck two your way just for, for, for giggles, okay? Sure. All right. Now, obviously, this guy was better as a broadcaster. God rest his soul. But the late Jerry Remy was number two with the Red Sox. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. decent ball player, mm-hmm. great broadcaster, mm-hmm. and of course, my favorite number two. I already know what you're gonna say. 
is Doug Flutie. And I know he wore 22 at Boston College. All right, Nails is doing Sonny from the, from Bronx Tale again, saying nobody cares. Flutie everybody in this Flutie. everybody in this area cares about Flutie. All right, he threw he, the bomb. Yeah, he threw the bomb to Gerard Phelan in the Orange Bowl against Bernie Kosaro in the in the, heat, in the Hurricanes. Guys, five two. He was five foot nine. He went on to have a nice career in the NFL. Bounced around a little bit, but he wore number two for the most part. Yeah. Also wore 22 right. in college. So Derek, uh, obviously uh, Doug Flutie, Derek Jeter, Jerry Remy, those were my three. But you you really knocked it out of the park, yeah. especially there with uh. With Alamar, Jason Kidd. When, see, right away you're thinking like, see, if I'm thinking football, I'm thinking number two, it's probably going to be, it's going to be a quarterback or a kicker. You know what I mean? Then basketball, probably like a point guard. I forgot about Kawhi. That's that's a nice one. Nice nice hit there. But um, Jason Kidd did wear two. It's great. So there were there were a lot a lot more number twos that uh, stood out than I would have believed. Uh, special R.I.P. to Tony Circo. Is that how you say Tony Sirico. Tony Sirico, a.k.a. Paulie Walnuts. Yeah. And I'll let you say the other one. Yeah, and of course, Nails, since our last episode on July 4th, in between there last week, um, the legendary James Kahn passed away at the age of 82. And of course, the fame from Godfather 1 played Sonny Corleone. And I know you, you and I had a little bit of debate. You guys overrated. Yeah, two good movies. All right, Mikey Nails, totally out of line here. Phenomenal act. on the Trumps. Phenomenal act or overrated two good movies. All right. His selection of movies to act in was poor. Nails, totally dissing Brian's I'm song. He played. Yeah, I forget that. He Brian played Piccolo. Brian Stop. Piccolo, who was the kid who played for the Chicago Bears in the backfield with Gail Sayers. If, you, if you're in the mood for a tearjerker, this is the play right here. Brian's song, I think it came out in like 1968, a, a wonderful film. <laughs> Stop it. Foolish. <laughs> Uh, you know, and by the way, just you know, under, another under the radar. Speaking of uh, of James Conn, his son Scott Conn, yes. the se- series just wrapped up last year, two years ago. He was on the remake of Hawaii Five O yes, for about gonna, ten he's, seasons. Yeah, yeah he, 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 he's actually had more film time than his father. Yeah, right. And he was in like one of those Ocean's Elevens, mm-hmm. Ocean Twelve, one of those. Yeah. He also was on Entourage for a while. You know, he's yeah. kind of got a little of the father in him. You can see the looks the, just like you can see the the personality yeah. in there. Yeah. But um, yeah, obviously uh. James Kahn, one of the overrated, one of the greats in my eyes. I'm sorry. Phenomenal actor. Okay. In The Godfather. Yeah. In Misery, got his ankles broken. Great. Other than that, forget Piccolo and all that. I right, nails referring to Kathy Bates. She was gonna yeah. chop everything. It was ugly. It was. It was. Yeah. It was a wood smash. It was a gory film. He was in the Phenomenal. bed. Great. <laughs> guy, guy, all I had to do was act in bed. How hot is that? <laughs> All right, Nails marginalizing the career of the late James well, what Conn. What movies was he in besides Brian's song? He says they come in threes. I told you the show Las Vegas. He was phenomenal with Josh Duhamel. That's not a, Vanessa. A show. Mice, it was a good, it was a solid show though. They, you know he ran the. It's the a casino. solid show because you enjoyed it. He ran the Bellagio. Where is it on the ratings? What's the Nielsen ratings? Do you not need? very high. Yeah, stop it. Stop it. All right, let's let's get into the good stuff. It's dumb. He's he's a good actor. He's Tony Colion. The best part of that is when he got killed. Phenomenal, did the whole acting scene. He was great. I like when he yells at, uh, what's his name? He's screaming and yelling at him. Um, Kyle? No, Robert Duvall. When they're all dressed up and he's screaming at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At him. yeah it's, There's a lot of good scenes. That's the only good movie he was in, though. You, you can't, you, if you want to argue with me, you can. I will respect your opinion, but you can't name three movies other than no, the you Godfather. Asked, you asked me I had a problem. Yeah, I, the God, I, yeah, you have a problem because there is no other I movie a, that he needs. I hit a little bit of a wall. For all you God, I, I don't know if people know this, but for all you Godfather diehards out there that saw all three of them, obviously the third one was kind of lame. It came years later and Andy Garcia was the star yeah. in, in the third one. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that he's actually... He's actually Sonny's son, mm-hmm. illegitimate son, how that all comes about. And, yes. you know, he's he had a good time. And ELH, ELH, yes. ELH. But, MLB. Uh, <laughs> We're going to rock it. Don't stop it. 
Okay. I'm going to talk Sox Yanks. Yes, yes. They split a series. Sox scored nine unanswered last night. Come up with a huge win. Hats off to the Yanks. They did outclass the Red Sox. So all the Yankee fans out there, eat this all up right now because I'm going to make a strong statement. The Yankees are not going to be in the World Series. Oh, that's aggressive. Keep the comments coming. They're all coming. That's aggressive. And, and, and I guarantee, I'm going to put a guarantee in this, that eventually, at some point during the season, and I don't want to say this because everything is going very great for the Yankees, very well, there is going to be some alleged steroid use coming up. All right. You heard that from me. That's aggressive. You can email us at thesportschumps at gmail.com. You can Facebook us, make comments. If you've got any questions or concerns, we'll, we'll, we'll And take, I'm not we'll, a Yankee hater. No, we'll take anything you want to throw our, our way. Obviously, this series, going into the series, the Red Sox are banged up with some injuries, but it was the Yankees in game one on Thursday night where Judge and Rizzo weren't even in the lineup and they made the Sox look silly. The Red Sox, the only thing I can say if, to take anything good out of a loss was the fact that they faced Garrett Cole, who, even though losing this game 6-5, to five, the Red Sox have a, some reason can hit Cole, and it seems to be Rafael Devers, who for some reason has six career hits against Cole, and they're all bombs. So the Red Sox lose 6-5, but Devers drives in five, ends up with a bad back, doesn't play the rest of the series, misses the last two games, and the Red Sox won those two games. So the Red Sox definitely showed some, some intestinal fortitude yeah. to mm-hmm. come back, and of course on... Um, on Saturday night, uh, Alex Verdugo was the star in this game because he gets the he gets the base hit in the ninth inning off Clay, Clay Holmes, who's been lights out this year with an ERA under one. Verdugo gets the hit to tie the game and then gets the two-run single off Peralta in the tenth to win the game. So uh, it, just a clutch hit, lefty on lefty. Verdugo seems to like the limelight and. Uh, he comes through big in the clutch, and the Red Sox go from being in a situation where it looked like they were going to get swept over the weekend to, to coming out of there with a split and feeling good about themselves as they go into Tropicana Field to start a four-game series with the Tampa Bay Rays, who also are banged up with injuries. So we're going to see how this last week plays out before the All-Star break. Solid. Yeah. Solid. I mean, the Yankees, they did outclass the Sox. Um They're a very strong team. But, you know, a lot of times, they are nails, but you know what? They, they had us... In a, in a spot, like like I said, on Saturday night. On Saturday night at, 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 in the ninth inning with Holmes on the mound, to me, that game's already mailed in. It's over. So now, they, they, to me, that's a, that's a win. And now you're looking at a sweep. And, of course, Pavetta's kind of hit a wall now. He gave up six on Sunday night. He got pulled in the third or fourth inning. The kid Caleb Ott came up from uh, from the Woo Sox. He pitched two scoreless and got the win. And Sawamur in the middle there has been doing great out of the bullpen. So don't forget, all you Red Sox fans, I know you want to see some moves made, but don't forget, in the next week or two, you're going to see Evaldi come back. He had a rehab assignment uh, down in Worcester yesterday. And, of course, Garrett Whitlock and Chris Sale, I guess, they're all going to supposed to be coming back. The only guy that looks like he's been shut down right now is Kike Hernandez, who's had a little problem with the hip, and they shut down his rehab assignment. So you may not see him for a while, but Rob Refschneider has been doing a great job as a fourth outfielder for the Red Sox. He's getting playing time actually over JBJ um, and with Duran playing center field. So, you know, Red Sox, if they can get some guys healthy, um, this wild card thing is still like up for grabs. They're 47 and 39, and they still lead uh, Tampa by one game in that wild card race. And don't don't sleep on the Seattle Mariners. No. They've been playing really good baseball lately. They've been they just swept they just swept the Toronto Blue Jays over the weekend. Robbie Ray, former Blue Jay, he comes back to bite his old team, and um, they're 44. When's the last and, time the Mariners were relevant. You know, they won 90 games last year, and I remember telling you, like, watch out for them. They could sneak in. They didn't do it last year. They haven't They haven't had a real, real good baseball team since the Ichiro days. And that's, you know, and then, of course, before that, your Griffies and your, you know, A-Rods and, and the unit. So is this, is, this, uh, is this statement true to you that the Red Sox are a better play-from-behind team than the Yankees? 
It, it, you're talking about in the standings or in a particular game when they're down? In the game when they're down. Yeah, well, I mean, like last night, being down 6-2 in the fourth, Vasky goes deep, uh, JD hits one opposite field, puts one in the bullpen. I think they believe that they have the lineup where they're never out of a game and they feel like they have the hitting to come back. I think their concern is their bullpen and their pitching. And, of course, Pavetta's been a guy that's been able to stretch it out and go six, seven innings in the last three or four starts, in Ju- the, especially these three starts in July. It just has not been there for him. So, you know, you, everybody's going to pick each other up, and I do believe that they feel like they're always in a big baseball game but to come back and win those last two games of the series after losing the first two games and being down six two you know, just the way it all went I think the Red Sox would be very happy to take a split and let's not forget about the big blow on Sunday night when Trevor Story hit a three-run double to uh put that game on ice he's you know you look at him at 225 batting average everybody says oh we didn't we paid 140 million for this he's got 15 homers and 58 RBIs 10 stolen bases and he's late played gold glove second base start. He got a real late start, and it just shows that he can turn it on. And when he starts hitting and hitting in bunches, that good things can happen for the Red Sox. A little All Star talk, and now you wanted to talk about the All Star game, the most boring game in the face of the earth. I, I do. I agree with you on that. It's well. I mean, I think the NFL Pro Bowls were. Yeah, they don't even have that anymore. I don't think it's yeah, just an. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, Mac. I don't know what that was. Uh, it was like Ted says. It's just uh, unwatchable. Um, but no, I told you earlier. Otani. Otani, of course, gets selected as a pitcher and a hitter in this game. Mike. I, yeah, I asked you if that was the first time that that happened, but it happened the year before. Well, I'm, I'm assuming last year that he was, I don't know if they selected him as both, but I, I think he did both in the game. So what is it really? I don't really, I don't think he takes up two roster spots. I think they're saying that he's going to hit and pitch. I think he's going to say he's going to hit and pitch in the game. If you're paying uh, two Gs to watch the All-Star game, you better hit and pitch. Yeah, and, and he's been everything that he's been advertised to be. He's been hot on the mound lately. He's been hitting. The team just keeps going down. It's a shame to see that with him and Trout in their prime of their career, the team is just not cutting it. Um, if you want to look at the Red Sox side of it, they're only going to bring two guys to the all-star game Raphael Devers nursing that injury right now he goes he's gonna he got voted in as the starting third baseman 327 batting average with 19 homers and 51 RBIs he's the league leader in hits second in doubles he's been doing it all and he's actually had a nice year at third base and of course Xander Bogarts the power number is not that good this year but he's hitting 311 battling some injuries he gets selected as a reserve so I mean there's some nice stories here the Yankees of course they're going to be well represented you got Cole going to the game you got your best starter and your best closer going to the game with uh, Clay Holmes um, they got the kid Nesta Cortez with the uh, Boogie Night stash. He's going to the All-Star game. Nesta. So, yeah, Nesta Cortez made the All-Star team. That's a nice story also. And I think John Carlos Stanton, I, Aaron Judge was the leading vote-getter. So he's going to play center, I think. And I think, uh, no, he's going to play right. How many, how many votes did he get, do you know? It was over 2 million or something like that. So, yeah, and then Stanton. The highest vote. Uh, it's it's it some, somebody it got Griffey? three yeah somebody something like that maybe Trout a few years ago but Trout got voted in again so you know it's gonna be listen the game itself I agree with you it's not enjoyable I look for the little side stories and I think I told you this earlier um, the uh, National League the Chicago Cubs uh, their best player Wilson Contreras who's probably the best player left from the old team that won the, the World Series a couple of years ago a few years ago he's gonna be starting as the uh, the designated hitter in this game because Bryce Hopper is hurt. But his brother Wilson Contreras got selected as a, as a, as a starter, and then uh, for the Atlanta Braves. So it's going to be the first time that brothers started in an All Star game. And I'm going to tell you something. One, uh, it's 30 years ago, and it's the Alomar brothers you just mentioned, Roberto. Yeah, Roberto so Roberto and Sandy, Sandy yeah. Alomar back with the, uh, Cleveland that, that started in the. I don't know if they were on the same team Did at the time. Their father play. Their father did play. Sandy Alomar Senior did play years ago, and then he coached after that. So it's just a lot of, a lot of little line, things. Lo- yeah, a lot of little things coming together, but it's been 30 years. And I think actually it was 92 or 93. So Alomar would have still been on the, um, he still would have been on the Toronto Blue Jays when they were winning back to back World Series because um, Alomar was on Cleveland. And then, of course, Roberto went on to play with Sandy in Cleveland later didn't on. One of them had like the spit incident. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that kind of he was, his career was. I don't want to say his career was never the same. He was still a good player, but his image got really blasted yeah. after that when he spit in uh, he spit in the umpire's face. It was never yeah. that was uh, Roberto did that when he was with T T Toronto. Impressive. It's a hardcore move. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you walk that one back. I mean, that's a tough one. Nah, to, I mean, you know, you know, you, you get in someone's face, maybe a little bump, but I mean, to to lug on someone, that's 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 aggressive. All right, chumps here. We're twenty five minutes in episode two, season two. I'm surprised we've been clean with that so far. At what point are we going to mess that up? To keep well, I did last week. I was, yeah. saying, I was saying it was a disaster last week, but whatever. We got through it. No, I and mean, listen, um, Michael, you know what? I want to give a little bit of credit to, to a team that we all forget about. You talk about the AL East. Let me tell you something. These teams, Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay, New York, if they think they're going to get to like September and they're going to look at the schedule and say, well, we got Baltimore three times. We got the Baltimore winners of eight straight. Okay. They are two games on the 500. This is going to, this is going to put a monkey wrench into this whole trade deadline thing because they may not be sellers at the deadline because right now they're two games behind that third wild card. They're going to make the postseason. No, but if they believe they're going to make the postseason, it sends a good message to your fan base. And that's why you're not going to see probably a Trey Mancini get traded. You're not going to see a, a Cedric Mullins get traded because they believe that they're playing for something. I think that maybe they're starting to develop something here with these young kids. The kid Adley Rushman, who I told you about the number one overall pick a couple of years ago out of Oregon State. He's up there now doing most of the catching. And they got a couple of young pitches. They, they've been throwing the ball well this year. So watch out for the Orioles is what I'm saying, looking into the second half as some of these teams believe that when they play, you know, walk into Camden Yards, there's three wins. I don't think so. And the Red Sox haven't been able to beat Baltimore this year. So No, I do want to mention, uh, I talked to, to you about this last week, uh, a pitcher that went down to the minor leagues. Um, what's his name? Uh, I'm, my mind, I'm going to blank for a minute. He, he bought everybody dinner. Was Sale? No. A pitcher that went down to the minor leagues, not sale. We talked about this last week. I forgot his Was name. Was it Scherzer a couple yeah, of weeks Scherzer. ago? Yeah, 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 he yeah. went down to the minor leagues. He bought the entire clubhouse dinner, and he bought them all air, uh, air, um, uh, like, like iPad, like yeah, ear pieces for yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he spent a ton of money on the whole clubhouse. Guy's solid. Yeah, he's actually not back. liked by a lot of teams, but solid in the clubhouse. Yeah, and he's back with the Mets now, and they're yeah. going to get the Grom back soon, so that's going to be an interesting. Sale had a problem in the dugout. Well, somewhere. Sale did something similar though with the dinner. He took the guys out for ribeyes or something. He blew like seven G's, but then he decided to to um to depreciate the locker room by breaking a brand new TV because he walked five guys in a rehab yeah. assignment. Yeah. I'm tired of him saying like trying to act like he's accountable. Stop. Come up to Boston and win games. Now you're a buck seventy. You're not like intimidated. You beat up a TV. Win games. Yeah. Come up and get out. He's over. He's I'm done. tired of it now. He's done. I'm tired of it now. And you know what the Red Sox are going to do? They're going to spin this like, oh, we're getting these guys back. These are going to be our acquisitions. You're going to see them. They're going to. You're going to see them on the cheap again at the trade deadline. They're going to add some little pieces. Chris Sale's done. That's aggressive. It's over. He's done. I don't know if I can argue with that. I don't. And, and obviously, Michael, how many times are you going to give the guy a chance? No, well, when, you, when he's got a five-year deal for one forty-five, you're kind of stuck with him. I just want to make one comment about like the All-Star selections. Just one other thing that correlates with the Red Sox around here. Everybody's upset today because now you see some of the selections. I just want to put a. I want to put people's pers perspective, you know, in the back rearview mirror for a second. You got a situation where obviously Andrew Benintendi gets named to the All-Star team, so of course he's the best player on the Royals. Every team has to have a representative. So let's, let's kick it in gear. He is hitting 315 this year. I'll give him credit. But now he's trying to, and so of course, they want to let you know that Hein Bloom lost that trade with Frenchie Cordero, which he did. But they got the kid Winkowski, the arm in the deal. So we'll see how it plays out. Benintendi's on the trade block right now, to be honest with you. So how good is he? But he's hitting 314 because he's got no pressure in Kansas City. They no. said Mookie Betts made the All Star team. Mookie makes it every year. He's a good player. Yeah. You know you. All right, Nails, first time today, he thought he was going to get stabbed with the pen. He's talking, he's talking Rambus goggles. We don't know what the next move 
move is. But um, of course, Mookie's a perennial all-star. You knew when you gave up him, you gave up a generational player. Let's just call it what it is. And the other guy who, uh, oh yeah, the other guy who made the all-star team was uh, your boy from last year. And you know I liked him. I say your boy is your boy Schwaber, who's hitting like 220, but he's got 28 jacks. He's hitting everything for the Phillies right now. So everybody's saying, you know, you didn't spend the money to resign him. That's because the Red Sox want to do it on the cheap and they want to develop the kid yeah. Tristan Cassis down at, at Worcester. He had an ankle injury. That's why he's not up right now. And we continue to see Dahlback, who has the uh, the JBJ syndrome. He swings at air. Yeah. Well, Hein Bloom. Thanks. Well, again, again, we, we say that, but it's like, is this, is this, is this, is this John Henry and Tom Werner? Is this what they're telling him to do? Meaning, like, this is the budget. Or identify the moves. Don't spend two hundred million. But it's it's unbelievable how I believe that in the next two years we may lose Devis and Bogots, and we already lost Mookie. And yet, like, you know, you're worried well, about. Been going, right. Get Let it go now. Let it go. Yeah. And obviously, Verdugo stepped up the other night. He's obviously he, well, he, you can't he's no be Mookie. you can't be Mookie. But I'll tell you one thing: in the clutch the other night to tie the game and then win the game, he showed a little something there, and I yeah. was very impressed with that. He kind of is just another guy. He's a nice, solid out. You know, a nice ball plays an average outfielder he's only hitting in the 260s but he's got some clutch hits for the Red Sox so I know around here everybody's upset about this whole all-star thing and who got selected all right Nails that was Nails Nails's knee hitting my knee not the other way around but he kind of looked down like it was the dream's fault okay we're 30 we're halfway home on season two episode two I know I've almost stabbed him a few times with a pen but that knee thing wasn't on me just now so it's just going to be interesting that as we hit the midway point and by the way tomorrow night would have been the all-star game it's a week behind because of the season starting Right. Like the whole, you know, lockout thing. So, you know, as you, I agree with you, the game's the game's meaningless, but the actual talk about all the stories, I, I enjoy the storylines in there. It's nice. Right, that's a wrap of the MLB. We're listening to the Sports Chumps Season Two, Episode Two on eighty-eight point one FM WELH Providence. You could check out all of our podcasts up on our website. Our website is thesportschumps.com. Go to that Spotify link, click the link, and all of our podcasts are up there. You can email Mike or Dean with any questions, concerns, or comments, or if you want to stump the dream at thesportschumps at gmail.com. All of our podcasts are up on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, iHeart. You just go to Google, search the Sports Chumps. We are the first ones that pop up. Moving on, NBA, free agency frenzy. It's ridiculous, the amount of money they're just throwing at people. It's absolutely ridiculous. Some of the comments being made are stupid. We're going to get into that in Trump of the Week. Okay? Yeah. I mean, the money they're throwing at players is unbelievable. We talked about this last week. Devin Booker, yeah. four years, $224 million Supermax extension. John ja Morant, $226 million, Okay? The Joker, he agreed to the richest contract in NBA history, a five-year Two hundred and sixty-four million super max extension. Carl Anthony Towns, complete garbage. Two hundred twenty-four million, garbage. Kids, garbage. It's awful. <laughs> he won the three-point contest last year. I don't care. He's garbage. He's, right. he's seven-nine. Stop. All right. No. no yeah, listen, I'm still worried if I'm a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. I like the fact that oh yeah, we're bringing in Rudy Gobert next year. I don't know how that's going to fit. Gobert's down low. They're both big. I know Towns likes to shoot outside, but you got two seven-footers. He's not consistently how, shooting outside like that. No, but how's that going to work? Like one, one of them's going to have to play power forward. And obviously, Gobert's the center on that team. Go on the block and make a layup. That's aggressive. All right. Kevin Durant's a talk. We talked about this last still week. Still out there. We're still still out like there. I said, Sean Mox isn't going to give him away, so he's going he's gonna to wait yeah. how that plays out. Nails, I, I have Kyrie to Kyrie Irving opted out. I mean, opted in, you mean. 
he opted in to stay with the. Oh yes, because you're right. Yeah, because because yeah. the, the Lakers. I, I made a mistake. The Lakers were saying, "Oh, we'll give you six million because that's all we got on." The, I think he's going to opt in to stay in Brooklyn yeah. for thirty-six million yeah. rather than opt out and get six million from the Lakers. I, I have what to about have, Brady Beal? Yeah, Bradley. Did, yeah, Bradley Beal. Bradley yeah, Beal. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he. What? Well, there's an example of a guy that just clearly doesn't care about winning. He likes Washington. He signed I like the five-year contract, two hundred fifty-one million. No, it's it's crazy. He so, sucks. All right, so now we're talking about five guys you just mentioned that are going to make upwards of fifty million a year. How about the other day? There was a smaller contract, years-wise, but more money. Did you see the deal that Dame Lim Dame Lillard got? I heard a forty cent. No, he got two year, only two year extension. But he's already on the books for them, so he's not like he's a free agent. I saw something. They, but they didn't give him; they only gave him two years. But the money you would just—it was sixty million a year. It was two for one twenty-two. So he's got. I mean, is this is this normal? And we're trying to figure out a way to like to get to market market the chumps. I mean, I don't. I just don't know where where we went wrong. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm yelling at I'm yelling at Sab yesterday on the court for like for making an assist. I mean, these guys sixty million for Dean Lillard, who by the way he's already over thirty. Well, you know, he's trying to make he's saying all the right things. He said, "Well, I want to win a title in Portland because that's you know I want to be." They gave you the money. Obviously, he said it wouldn't feel the same if I did it somewhere else. Sixty million a year. Is is there that many people paying to go see the NBA? Well, my, as my brother would always say, if they're giving the money, then they're, they're definitely, number one, they're making it. So obviously, well, they're probably making it on well, profit with all the well, However they're making it, TV contracts, the gate, whatever, jerseys, they're making it. Because they won't be giving the guy $60 million to run the point. He's like 31 now. I mean, I, I just don't, I just can't believe it. Yeah. But obviously, we're going to shift gears to the Celtics. And obviously, they've had a nice offseason so far yeah. with Malcolm Brogdon and, of course, Danilo Gallinari officially today signed that uh, two-year deal for $13.3 million. So those two guys are in the fold. But the Celtics right now and Brad Stevens are still looking to kind of round out that roster with, with, with maybe like a, somebody that can, you know, help Robert Williams and keep the minutes down. Talking about the Celtics, let's talk about Jalen Brown. Okay. Okay. There's a big, big thing going on, some under-the-ground trade thing that Jalen Brown is saying that he'd like to be traded because he feels as though the Boston Celtics fans do not appreciate him. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. Number one, he's confused because he doesn't know if he's the Batman or the Robin. Is Tatum the Batman or am I the Batman? Mm -hmm. Or am I the Robin or is he the Robin? Jalen Brown. He did have a good, he had a good playoff series, had a good championship run. But the mistakes, I think, outweighed a little bit of the positive things that he did. Because he made mistakes during a pivotal time when he needed to make the plays. Yeah, First of all, he was a, a stumbling, bumbling, dribbling fool. Now, they were fortunate okay? to get through Miami with all the yeah. turnovers. He but was Tatum, was tur over his Tatum turned it over a hundred times in the postseason. He tried too. splitting the defense a million times, and every time he did it, he... The ball ended up out of bounds or off yeah. someone's foot or he was doing all these crazy shots. You're not even a Robin. Never mind Batman. Stop it. I think he's a, I think he's a solid Robin. He's a nice two. He's a nice you're, two. So you're saying he's a Scottie Pippen? Well, no, but I mean, he's the closest thing to Tatum. I mean, they, they're, they're, the, they're the one two punch. It's not, no, it's because there is no Jordan. All right, so, 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 so you got Steph Curry, who's the Batman. Yeah. Who's the Robin? I'd say when he's healthy, Clay. Clay would so be you're going to compare Clay to... to a, poor, a poorer version of it, but in the ballpark. There's no poorer version. You're comparing... No, yeah, that'd be the... It's, it's, yeah. So you're saying he's worth the trade for the money and all that stuff and a good player. Well, I think he's... I think... Now, I like what you said. You said that he's saying that he's upset right now with the fans. Yeah, he's stupid. not saying he's upset with the organization. No, no, no. no he's well, not upset because, with the Because you want to see it, son. Like I said, Brad's got to answer the phone when it rings or he's got to make calls. You have to you have to give your you have to give your team the best chance to win. And if that means... And I just told you this last week. If it means... even though. Kevin Durant is not coming to Boston. No. You have to click your heels and at least make the phone call. It's only 
cost 15 cents. You make the phone call and see if you got a shot at him. I, I and believe, it would cost you I believe right now, because of that comment, Jalen Brown put a nail in his coffin. They will never appreciate him in Boston if he stays. Yeah, yeah no, it's a good... That, that ever. Could, they yeah. will never, ever, ever appreciate him. Well, Jalen needs to realize that, first of all, all the time when he, you know, the civil rights and all that stuff, and I'm an I'm a ambassador, just play basketball. Sometimes he forgets that he's a basketball player. He thinks he's a lot well, more Well, a lot than of that. people forget that. Yeah, you know, and players. he's a bright kid. I, I like Jalen yeah. Brown. I really no, do. I, I, but, um, I said a couple of... Months yeah. ago, I liked Jalen Brown, yeah. but I think he was tired. He was not that he was out of shape, but he wasn't in playoff shape. Yeah, he made a lot of bad decisions, yeah. and and he's he tried to overtake him being on top of Tatum. Yeah, I feel as though he was trying to he force could, the issue. There could be some truth to that. He definitely plays both ends of the court, and so does Tatum. They're good two way players. Yes. Both guys play defense, and of course, you know, not to get off. Of I this, just don't think he's 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 the. He's the max, super max guy. No, obviously, like, obviously Durant's a stud. If you were to try to get Durant and bring Durant in, Jalen Brown would have to be in the deal, and the Celtics would still have to give up more. It wouldn't be a one-for-one thing, even though Jalen's young at 26. In order to get Durant, they got to get rid of... Yeah, they got to get rid of three. You know, here we go again. Three or four guys, and then you got to make the numbers add up. Well, Jalen yes, Brown, smart. Well, I told you, Robert well, Williams, they'd want Robert Williams, too. You can't too. get rid of Robert. No, I don't... All right, they... so you're going to get rid of Robert, Robert Williams, Marcus Smart, and Jalen Brown for Durant, who's a bigger child than yeah, Jalen Brown. Yeah. Yes. Because kind of, if they don't win the championship, he's going to say, I want to be traded. Yeah, that's that's basically what happens. Yeah, they turn quick. They turn quick. Speaking of a guy who turned, the Celtics are thinking about bringing uh, former wing player Jay Crowder back. He's another defensive guy who plays hot on the wing and can shoot the three ball. The Celtics have some money to spend. They only have until July 18th to spend that money. It's the Evan Fournier money from two years ago. They have uh, until July 18th to spend $17 million. Not that Crowder's a $17 million player, but they could also go get Jay Crowder and add another f- another backup center. What do you think about Dwight Howard? I know he's not Superman anymore. No, but forget Dwight Howard. Oh wow! So, well, I'm just saying. Like, I shouldn't back. Yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah. go back a little bit. Okay. Do, isn't Kevin Durant embarrassed that he says I want to be traded because I didn't win a championship? Isn't, aren't you embarrassed? Well, I don't think he said because he's, I didn't okay, win a championship. Well, I'm he's, translating he's it. Unhappy. Yes, he's unhappy. I'm translating yeah. it into right. what he is saying. Right. It bothers me. I'm that he's not si- going to win a championship here, yeah. so I demand to be traded. It, aren't you yeah. embarrassed? Well, he should be embarrassed that he signed the extension four weeks before that, and then says that we make sure he signed the extension first, so he knows he's got the guaranteed cheddar. And then he says, "I want to be traded," so he's not happy. And that, well, you and I, had, we, we didn't disagree last week, but you made the point. You said something about him going somewhere with Kyrie. Nobody's taking both of them together. I think he wants out from underneath Kyrie. I think that's why he wants out. But he wanted Kyrie in the first place, so I think he should have to stay with him. And like I said, Sean Mox is not going to give him away. So this thing could play out. This thing could play right to the beginning of the season. I don't know, but I know Boston's not getting him. But you, you, Boston's not getting him. You have to. You, you listen. You have Durant's to. Durant's gonna go to the Lakers if he goes to anywhere. Well, they're talking Phoenix, DeAndre Eight, and there's a lot, a lot of different things in place. So I mentioned. Dwight. I can't see. I, I can't yeah. see Chris Paul's personality and Durant's personality. They're gonna butt heads. I'm trying to think that they played. No, uh, Paul played for Oklahoma City, but Durant was already gone. Yeah, they're going to butt heads. Um, let me it's ask you a question. I, I mentioned Dwight Howard. I, listen, I know you're saying you're nixing it. Mm. I'm just talking about a guy that can come off the bench and play 10, 12 minutes and back you, up Williams. You need a role player. Right. So, like, um, these, these are the it's names. Not Dwight Howard. These are the names. I'm, yeah, right. So, Howard, I kind of still like Howard. He's still in shape. I still like him. He still, still think he's got a little something to give. Um, the most talented guy that's left on the board would be Montrez Harrell. Now, he's the guy that got caught with the weed a, a few Stop. weeks ago. He was selling pounds of it. But he's a good player. He's a problem in the locker room. If he doesn't get minutes, he, he belly so I would probably eliminate him, but he's a good player. Um, and of course, so Lamarcus Aldridge had the heart ailment a couple of years ago. I know he's 36 now. He's at the tail end of his career. We don't want the guy to have a seven on the floor. 
All right, Nails is talking about someone buying the farm at the TD Bank North Garden. All right, so maybe he's not the answer. Um, and then finally, the one Why guy, you bring back the, Pistol Pete? And probably one of the, probably the most talented guy out of this group that still can play, but he's a total poison, would be Demarcus Cousins, Boogie Cousins. They're talking about maybe bringing him in, and I know a lot of people have liked him for a few years now. He's more of a role player. I, I guess what I'm trying to say here, Nails, is that... They, the, they need a role player. Well, they need a couple of those guys, because I'm going to tell you something. Now we're finding out, I'm hearing rumors that like, the reason why Brogdon's hurt all the time, even though he's 29 years old... They're saying he's got the knees of a 34-year-old guy. So, like, they won't. So, this is going to be I mean, Udoka's. Don't, didn't these people drink milk when they were kids? Well, this is going to be Udoka's job to kind of manage the minutes. And don't forget, how about some of the guys, Nails, that, like, a young and, like, the Browns. The, the, the Browns and the Tatums over here. Yeah, all right. Nails is flexing once again. 19 minutes yeah, left on the chumps. I gave it a little <laughs> poke. All right. It's substantial. All right. If you're on Facebook Live, you just saw Nails Flex. If you're going to see it on Spotify by tomorrow or the next day, you won't have to see it. So I don't know if you're lucky or unlucky. That depends on what you think of Nails' uh, physique. But thinking I thinking again a little time bomb on that thing. Well, that's kind of an aggressive play right there. Um, but no, I mean, you look at this roster, and I think Udoka's going to be challenging. When I talk about managing minutes, not just guys that have injuries. So obviously, Hoffman's going to be 36, so he's definitely going to want to manage those minutes. But even the guys like Brown and Tatum who have played a lot of basketball, I know they're young, but it looks like they hit a little they, bit of a they're wall. Worn. They they're look worn. like they hit a little bit of a wall in that final last year, and they lost to an older, more experienced team. But I'm thinking that Udoka's going to have his hands full trying to make sure that he can keep you know certain guys on the court. If you can play Brogdon maybe 30 minutes and have you know, certain guys not get overextended. You win your 50 games, you get in, and, you, and obviously the Celtics proved this year they started out 18 and 21 and then won 33 of the I final 43. You, I just don't think that Kevin Durant is the answer to the championship. No, but you, you have to you have to find you, out if you, 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 you got to find out if you, you gotta entertain it. Yes. You gotta entertain yes. the offense. You're not doing a service to your to your organization. But he's not the I think he's a baby, but you have yeah, to at least just, child. now if they call and say you guys want Kyrie, obviously I'm not even taking the phone call. He was a poison, he'll no. be a poison again. Durant. Durant's a baby, but he's not a poison. He's Durant not a, he's is not one a, of the top 10 best plays in the league right now. Yeah. He's in the top five. Yeah, and he's 33, 34, but yeah. he's, you know, he's, but, he can still ball. But he's not the answer. He's no Allen Iverson, the answer. I'll go there. No, but you put him with Tatum, and obviously you still got Brogdon. If you don't you have, still need a point guard. Well, we keep saying that, but I think I think with Brogdon and Smart, they're going to be okay. And then, of course, you still got Derek White, and, of course, Peyton Pritchard's still there. So this roster is strong right now, and – um. Any of you Celtic fans who have absolutely no life like myself, obviously the Celtics in the Summer League, they're playing the Bucks tonight. So you get to see some of the young players, the kid J.D. Davidson, the kid, the kid with the fro, I told you, they drafted number 53 out of Alabama. He got a two-way contract, so he's going to be probably mostly with the main red claws. I like what I saw uh, out of him the other night in his first uh, uh, Summer League game. Didn't finish around the basket, but I like his athleticism. He's six foot four. He can guard and defend. And um, like I said, he was first-round talent. Why he slipped to 53, I'll, I'll never I'll never understand understand it but he looks like he could be a gem Shaq's son is awful well that's hardcore I'll be honest with you I saw I was watching that and I agree Shaq's son has no ability at all um Pippen's son can play but he's small like you think of Scotty 6'7 nice. the son's like 6'1 he looks like a, he looks doesn't even he's look six long arm. but he don't even look yeah but he doesn't even body wise he don't even really oh, look he's, like, he's, he's well he's small but he's not gonna grow anymore height wise he's 6'1 no. but he's just you think of the father usually the kid ends up looking kind of just like the father a little bit but well, uh, I don't think Gary Payton's son looks like Gary Payton doesn't play like him that's no for sure. no and actually he found his niche in the Golden State I was surprised let him walk in free agency he went to uh, good for him though. He went to Portland and got a guaranteed uh, three-year deal for well, 20, 20 million. Mean, he got his ring. Yeah. He validated his career, and now he's saying, "All right, I got to get paid." And I think Golden State thought that they could get him on the cheap, and he took the seven and a half yeah. million from uh, from Portland. So that's a good move for Portland. And of course, they've got Oregon ties. His father, uh, the the original glove, went to Oregon State. Quick talk, NFL. 
Yeah, just quickly during the week, of course. Stop be- banging down the Mountain Dew. There's 18 pounds of sugar per... I know, zero sugar. There's chemicals in there. Um, the, the, the Cleveland Browns finally traded Baker Mayfield. Obviously, they believe Deshaun Watson's going to be eligible to play after the 24 civil suits against him. But he goes to Carolina. Now, he can compete with, uh, with the immortal Sam Donald for the starting quarterback job over there. And, of course, the Browns are going to pay most of the salary. I think uh, 4.8 goes to Carolina, and I think the other $10 million is, uh, is going to be paid by the Browns. So the Browns are paying two quarterbacks, like, I don't know, like $70 million, just to, one to not even play for them anymore, and Deshaun Watson, who's not eligible to play right now. So so let's see what happens with the Browns going forward. Does he have 24 accusations against them? Uh, yeah. Well, they said, no, they, so far they settled like 21 of the suits and there's still three pending. Settle for what? What is the price? What's the number? <laughs> That's a good Shout question. out to Vince McMahon. Yeah, well, he just got $230 million from the Cleveland Browns, so you can use some of that money to pay off some of those suits. Shout out to Vince McMahon for paying off um, some employees for uh, favors. We're not going to get into what kind of favors, but he got called on the carpet. I'm going to throw it out there. Vince McMahon, uh, billionaire, uh, soon to be... In trouble. Okay. Okay. I like that. Vinnie nice Mac. Take. Nice take, Nails. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one take on the bees. I know I mentioned it last week about the new coach, Jim Montgomery. Yeah. We told him, you know what? You know, stick to the Pellegrino. You'll be okay. But obviously, um, I told you Patrice Bergeron's coming back for another year. Yeah. And we talked about the whole Bruce Cassidy thing. Is there some kind of correlation? Did they not like Cassidy? Because why are these guys coming back now? The latest rumors, I told you, I think, every week for about... Two months last year when Jake DeBrus was on that role, I said, this guy's hot right now and he wants to be traded. He's a head case. He doesn't want to be in Boston because they benched him. Now all of a sudden, Cassidy gets the gate and now DeBrus just rescinded his trade demand and he wants to stay. What's go- what, what do you make of that? I mean, what's this, I, To me, I, I think it's very simple. They didn't like the coach. No. Something was going on with the coach and he probably, they didn't like his attitude in the locker room. Yeah. You know what? A lot of the players are babies. Yeah. They, 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 they take everything. Listen, when we played sports, yeah. right? If we sucked, we got caught. Yeah. It's just like now no one gets caught. They all get like we always talk about this. They always get the, the the trophy and this and that. It's listen. It's the pros. If you are not playing good, you're gonna get constructive criticism. How you take it is your problem. Yeah. He's, they're trying to. Uh, well, hold on a second. I also remember when, when the Bruins were in a nice little groove a few years ago, and, and they made it to Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. And, of course, everybody loved Cassidy. The, the, the buzz was they got, they got the coach for the next 10 years. I think what happened was, and he said, he, he even admitted that when he was the coach of Washington before Boston, he felt like he was too tough on his players, and he felt like he learned his lesson. So I, my, I think what happens well, what's is... what's too tough? Well, I, I don't know that, but I think what happens is, Nails, is that is that some of these coaches, whether it's a manager in baseball or a coach in hockey, sometimes they, they, they you get tuned out. Whether it was a Buck Showalter, now he's with you know now he's with the Mets and they're responding to him. I think some of these managers or coaches or whatever it is, they're good for a certain amount of time before all of a sudden it, their act gets tired and the and the players just don't they're not hearing it anymore. They just they tune you out. So I think right now Cassidy, everybody's going to be happy. He's going to Vegas, but maybe if he's a good guy for two or three years and then then his act just gets tiresome. So obviously the good news for the Bruins is DeBrusque wants to stay. He had a good good finish to the season last year. And of course, they may even bring David Krejci back, who had gone home last year and retired. If he comes back, then you'll really know something's up, because that, that all, they're, they're talking about there's a chance that he might come back and play. So, right. the Bruins have issues, but there's definitely uh, something to look forward to. You're listening to the Sports Trumps, Season 2, Episode 2 on 88.1 FM WELH Providence. You can check out all of our podcasts up on our website. Our website is thesportschumps.com. Go to that Spotify link. Click the link and just like us on Spotify and all of our podcasts will show up on your phone, on your computer, wherever you want to listen. iHeart Media, Apple Podcasts, just Google the Sports Trumps and we are the first podcast uh, mugs pop up on Google. 
You can email Mike Dean with any questions, concerns, or comments at thesportschumps at gmail.com. All right. Trump of the week. Uh, great player. Stupid comment once again. John Morant. He went on to say he respects Michael Jordan, but if he played during his time, that he could beat him one-on-one. Shut up. You're yeah. stupid. Stop. We're not going to give it much run, and obviously no. you and I are trying to get away from this whole, like, you know, every week it's somebody that's, you know, knocking someone off their block. We're trying to stay a little less violent here. This is not a violent statement. No. It's a stupid statement. Because yeah. anytime you try to put yourself in a in a, in a sentence with Michael Jordan, I'm all set. And you know what's funny? I love the kid, Maria. I think he's yeah, good he's for the league. Player. He's a great player, but th- stop it. Yeah. Please he's stop He's not going to last very long in the league the way he plays. No, he's a little herky jerky. He's got a little he's got a little swag in his game, but I mean he's he's injury prone. He could be yeah, he could be one of those guys. I told you he reminded me of Iverson a little bit, except mm-hmm. a little bit longer, a little mm-hmm. bit bigger. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So um, So John Moran, I'm just gonna throw it out there. You're not beating Jordan one on one. It's not happening. Get over it, move on, get your contract, play the game. Bring home a title, then talk trash. No, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And obviously, he's on a nice up-and-coming Memphis team with Jaron Jackson and the kid Desmond Bain. They got some nice players there with Brandon Clark off the bench. Just keep growing your game and, and talk a little bit less, and don't ever put yourself in a, in a, in a sentence with MJ. I don't care if he has a good 15-year career. You're, you're never, no one's ever going to be MJ, so stop it. Could he be? Could he be an all-time great someday? Could be. He could be. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, Memphis is a tough market, yeah. but I mean, you know, he can still play. I yeah. think he's going to be a great player. Right. But stop that. Trump please. of the week. Yeah, just uh, I want to give a shout out to some of our Facebook listeners. I, I think the immortal you Dave. You see that? Good, I, I see. I, I told you I can see enough to, to, to guess that it was. Uh, you think if you get LASIK, you still need glasses the way you look at the thing? Well, that's aggressive with 10 minutes left in the chumps. Um, David Allen, a.k.a. Day Day. I just want to let you know. Day Day. Yep, uh, he's, he's watching. Carl's wife's Ka- brother. Exactly. Carl's brother-in-law. And, of course, a happy belated birthday to him. And I wanted to tell you, you something. You can see. No, I don't see it. No, it said he's watching. I didn't make any comments. I want to tell you something about Day Day that probably a lot of people don't know. He was a phenomenal basketball well, we know that. He's a tremendous ball player. He can cross over, even though I deed him up a few weeks ago. All right, get over it now. I deed him up once. Um, he breeds, uh, what do you call it? Birds. He's into like... Pigeons? Um, I'm not sure, but there's some weeks where like, where's Dated? He's got the birds today, and he's got the, you know, he's got the little cot in the yard. He's, the whole, he's into it, hardcore. You know, he's, he's, he's invested in it. So, um, I mean, I know I'm saying you look at Dated, I don't see, I don't see birds in his purview, but it's, it's his thing, so. Okay. Let's go. Cool. What's next? <laughs> Oh, this, this day, day in sports, sports history. history. Nice, solid. Yeah. All right, so July 11th, 1989. You love this guy big time. Um, on, ni- in, on July 11th, Who is ni- it? 1989. Well, give me a hint. Um, well, okay, probably the greatest athlete of all time. Who do you think is the greatest athlete of all time in your mind? Bo Jackson. Solid on your part. Nice. Some people will say Deion Sanders. Well, I mean, if, either way, if I had said to you he was a two-sports star, it was either Deion or Bo. Those are the two guys. But Bo Jackson on, on, in 1989 on July 11th, um, in the in the sixtieth All Star game, he hits a leadoff homer oh, off. Yeah, he hits a leadoff homer off Rick Rushel. Okay, as the uh, he leads the American League to a five three win over the National League. Um, and of course, we all know about Bo Jackson. This guy did it all, and that home run was dead center. He crushed it. And a little a little nugget to this to, to this, um, uh, Keith Jackson, I think, made the call. Okay, and I think Howard Cosell was in the booth also. But um, uh, President Ronald Reagan helped out with that broadcast. Solid. Yes. Solid. Yes. Ronnie. Yeah, so, and, and Nails, you know, it's funny. I didn't want to tip my hand, but I was going to tell you earlier, but then I would have given it away. You got to Google the, the actual home run and see the guy that he hit it off. Now, Rick Rushel, he was an all-star pitcher. He started the game. If you saw Rick Rushel, you, you're looking at a guy. I, I'm saying no offense. Like, he had a pear-shaped body. He wore number 48. He I had got a pear-shaped body. Well, again, um, 
All right, late, late, late innings here on the Chumps. Rick Russell looked like he was playing at Atwood Avenue at Schwaber a year ago. But I'm telling you, like, <laughs> and he looked like he was 62. But, I mean, Bo took him dead center bridge. And, of course, we all know the injury history there. Bo doesn't. I do have an honorable mention for you, as you would get a kick out of this. It's boxing, because I know you love it. Is it Leon Spinks? No. Who is it? I, no, 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 nobody fought anybody in this. Oh, okay. on, uh, <laughs> uh, wow. On July 11th, 1988, I don't remember this, Iron Mike Tyson. What, what's the date? Uh, Ju- July 11th, yeah. 1988. I so meant the year. Yeah, 1988. Uh, Iron Mike Tyson hires Donald Trump as an advisor. I know it's stupid, but I just I saw it and I had to do it. I just I don't know what he advised them on. He advised them on the girl from Pawtucket. What are we doing over here? I don't know. What, uh, what is it? Desiree? All right. ELH, 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 Late Innings on the Chumps, Season 2, Episode 2. We're having a good time here. sure it wasn't Don King? You're saying Donald Trump? No, it was Trump. we got about six minutes left here on the Chumps. We're getting it done, still building the brand. All right, got to stop the dream. Go ahead. Aunt Mick. Yeah. I got got a text. It's lame. These questions are always lame, but go ahead. Who's this? If I'm supposed to be what I'm supposed to be, i got to take them all in. My question, I'm going to read it word for word. Aunt Mick. Aunt Mick. He's worried about the the the, the quality, the of, the going quality down of the Spring. basketball. Gangster lean going down Mineral Spring. All right. <laughs> By the way, he's tight with data. They go for coffee before yeah. hoops. Yeah. All right. My question for Dean is: Who has played the least amount of regular season games the last three years? I hope quotation. I'm sorry. Parenthesis. Yeah. I hope your answer is better than your defense on Timmy Waterman this week. That's All a right. very aggressive take here, late All innings right. on the chumps. That's All awful, but right. <laughs> right. So, and he does look like Christian, I'm going to say it. So, That's hardcore right. so here, 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 here are the multiple choices you have. A, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. B, Kevin Durant. C, Anthony Davis. D, Kawhi Leonard. Okay, so back to the original question: Who played? Who's played the least amount of games of those four Focus. guys the last three Focus. years? I mean, you just drank a whole bottle of Mountain Dew. Focus. <laughs> my question: I'm going to go word for word. Yeah. Again, all right. We're, we're 55 minutes in here. My question for Dean. Yeah. Is who has played the least amount of regular season games the last three years? Do you want the multiple choice answers again? No, I know who the four players are, so I'm just going to tell you the player I think it is. Okay. That my choices are Durant, Kyrie, Kawhi, and the Unibrow. Yeah. Correct? He's not a waste. Not a yeah, waste. Anthony now, you know what's funny? It's still a tough question because at some point, every one of those guys, I think other than Davis, has missed like a full season. So, like, Durant missed a full oh, season. You're analyzing it too much. Well, I mean, we it's, it's, it's tough. All right. Okay. 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 I mean, um, We're not trying to make a mixed cocktail here. It's just, an, just okay. one of the answers. All right. It's not a Captain Coke. I hate this kid, to be honest with you. He's, he's, no, you don't. No, I really don't. Um, Hate's a strong word. Okay, can I do this real quick just to help myself out? I'm, elim- I'm, I'm eliminating the unibrow, okay? Even, okay. Though he's, even though he's always hurt, he has not missed a full season. So mm-hmm. I'm eliminating him. Mm-hmm. He's always hurt, but he mm-hmm. doesn't miss full seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, you're on, you're on to something. Okay, Kyrie, mm-hmm. with the vaccination thing, the whole nine yards, mm-hmm. hurt a lot, but again... I'm gonna I'm gonna see, down to two. I'm gonna eliminate Kyrie right. because he's not missed a full season either. So okay. it's Kawhi or yeah. KD. Yeah. Both guys have missed a full season. Who's played more? I'm gonna say that. No, it's not who's played more. No, who's played no, I'm trying to say he's who's played more up. to make the guy yeah. that the, the other guy. It yeah. would be the answer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um all right, so Kawhi missed a full season plus, 
And then KD missed a full season. I'm going to go with um, the last three years. Last three years. All right, we got three minutes left. I'm going to say, just... hold on, hold on. I'm, uh, I'm going to say. You got some dead air going on here. You got to step it up. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to say yeah. that. You, you got five seconds. <laughs> Five. All right, no, come on, don't do that to me. I'm, I'm gonna say that um, that Kawhi has missed more games. Kevin Durant. Oh, He's played 90 regular season games. All the rest, the three have played over a hundred. Those three are considered the most injury prone plays in the league. Probably the reason why you don't see a lot of teams making huge offers to Brooklyn. Talent wise, Durant is top two in the league. But just doesn't play enough. I don't think he's top two, top five. Are those his words or that like no, that's that's, yeah. he, those, yeah. that's him talking? Yeah. So so it was Durant who missed the most games. Yeah. All right. So I had it down to, to two. All right. So I didn't get it. All right. Local flavor. That's hard call. You had a game. I don't know what happened. You didn't yell and scream at the game. You were more involved with the basketball. You played the outfield. You were struggling. You couldn't throw the ball. Tennis elbow. Elbow's not swollen. So we're no, okay. it, it's just it, I. I just know like just to get the ball in right field and play catch with the center field. I'm like ten feet away from it. I, I'm trying to like just soft toss. Why did you just not play? It's just because I, I. I don't because it's I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna find a way to at least get a waiver so I can at least be eligible in the playoffs just to like ride the coattails. This team, the team, my team is on a roll. Should have just been like a third base to first base coach. Just oh, I don't want to do that. Like, see, this week we were short on guys. He had to throw me out in the outfield. I still feel like I'm needed. They don't need me to win games, believe me. But uh, we told the team OSS yesterday that's like an apparel what's your, company. What's your record? We're uh, I think we're eight or nine, nine and zero now. Oh yeah, first. Yeah, and we're uh, one twelve to like. 27 is the run differential this year. Like, we're rolling teams. But again, we're going to be the Yankees and do this. And then when the playoffs come, not, not take care the of Yankees business. Yankees aren't even making it to the But world that's world. what I'm saying. I don't want to be that team. Like, last year we did the same thing and then we didn't finish it off. So, what good is it if you don't if you don't finish the job? It's not any good if you're hurt playing. No, you're right. And obviously, I'm thinking about Florida, but I'm also thinking about can I navigate? Florida's in November. Can I, yeah, I know, but can I navigate my way through the rest months. of the summer? And, and you know, it's. You're thinking of. Florida's way down the line. That's true. It's you November. Think about Week to week, you're worried about Florida. You're gonna to go to Florida if you're not if if you're not if you're not healed by then, then you have a problem. Yeah, yeah, no. It may, this may be what it is, and it may never. You know, who knows? Maybe it never gets better. Who knows? Well, shirts are tight enough. I mean, you should have some support there. That's from the brace. I wear I wear the brace okay. when I. What brace? Well, I wear the, like the puffy brace during hoops, so so Sab doesn't like rip my elbow off. Um, Maybe it, you should stop one of them. And focus on one. Well, it seems like even though you think basketball is more contact, obviously I can still find a way to play hoops and, and not get hurt. But the baseball, obviously, if I, pitching wise, I can't How do it. He? If I can't do it, fifty. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Nails getting blunt with me at the buzzer here. It's beyond late innings. It's over. Yeah. Episode two is in the books. Watch jumps. Episode two, season two. My name is Mikey Nails, and I'm Dean the Dream, and you have been listening to the Sports Jumps on eighty. 8.1 FM WELH Providence. Enjoy your week, everybody. We'll see you next week.
Just wait. 